the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Well, 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 what do you know? Here we are once again with another show for you. It is the Mess It Up Podcast, and I am your host, as always, the Bowtie Guy, rolling solo tonight, except for my really loud water machine over here in the corner uh, is turning on the heater or the cooler or something to make the water different temperature, but uh, we're, uh, we're going along and doing the show by myself today. This is show number 266. It is May, people, May of 2023 can't believe it. In, in two days from the day this comes out, it's Star Wars Day. So we got that going for us. It's also my daughter Heather's 40th birthday. So if anybody knows Heather, uh, go ahead and send her happy birthday greetings because uh, she's got the big 4-0 coming out this week. <clears throat> if you don't know her, think about good happy uh, thoughts for her anyhow. And, um, you know, let her know that uh, in your mind and your prayers that you're thinking of her on her 40th. Uh, so I'm doing this show and you know what that means. That means that there's going to be a little bit of waffle and a little bit of a uh, umming as I try to think about things that I'm going to say and, and go about my business. Hopefully things work out okay for me and I, I get things taken care of in an expedient way. But I do want to right off the bat just remind you that we are 100% listener supported. And that means that uh, we could use your financial support. It's as easy as texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. And that'll help us out a lot. That's all I'm going to say about that. <clears throat> Tonight, I was in the prison and I was talking with some of my fellows there in the prison. And they were talking about what radio stations they listen to. And a lot of them listened to various stations and someone said, well, what about you know NPR? And they said, oh, I feel like they're always asking you for a handout. They're always begging for money. And I said, well, the other stations do the same thing. It's just that they call them commercials and you get about 20 minutes per hour. Uh, so uh, try not to get too mad at the radio station you know, that doesn't give you commercials, but asks you every once in a while for a little bit of money. So we're going to try to be more NPR-like. Just ask you once and let it be. If you want to help, that is great. If you don't want to, it's always free and we just appreciate the fact that you're here listening to us and telling people about what we do so uh so thank you for that you can tell people what we do by going on to our instagram or our facebook page and uh, spreading the love we also do uh reddit um well let's let's not say we I do Reddit. So far, I can't get anybody to join me on Reddit, but please, people, I know there's millions of people using Reddit. Someone come join me. Don't make me feel so lonely. Um, uh, but we're out there doing that. Uh, you can look up Mess It Up Podcast, Messed Up Ministries, and um, that will uh, that will take you to all of our places on those various sites. If you want to send me some email, it's bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And if you'd like to just give me a phone call or shoot me a text at 760-608-1942. That'll get you right here to the Bowtie Guy. And um, I'll say hi. Uh, I had an interesting conversation the other day with a person at McDonald's. I was ordering for my mother and myself. Mom's favorite place to eat is the Big Mac Supper Club. So um, taking care of her after her stroke, my brother was was with her while I was in Nashville, 
uh, and now it's me doing the the show. So I was going to McDonald's with my mom. And as I was ordering, the lady said, ooh, you should read books. I, you've got a great voice for that. And I said, well, you know, I do do a podcast, and uh, hopefully I'm going to get the books out on audio at some point. But um, I appreciated the fact that she liked my radio voice. So I'm trying to use the radio voice now. Hopefully my dulcet tones will ease you into your week and keep things going for you nice and fresh. So I think that's most of my upfront blah, blah. So I'm going to jump into my uh, my word of the week. <clears throat> Last week I was talking with Faith. By the way, I've gotten great feedback on the show with Faith. Thank you people for listening and for, for sharing that and for sending in feedback on it. Uh, but uh, we talked about an inferno and uh, as I was reading it, uh, we came up with another word that was a great word of the week for this week, and it's the week I was actually trying to think of last week when I came up with Inferno, and the word is conflagration, which uh, means uh, a really big fire that just destroys everything. Uh, a lot of times we also use it in uh, in, in uh, terms of a big fight with people. It'd be a big conflagration with lots of flames and fires and stuff. So anyhow, uh, conflagration, nice big one uh, that you can use. Give yourself 10 bonus points every time you use that word. You'll be happy you did. Don't forget to count them because at some point I'll be asking you to uh, to let me know how many you got. So uh, wahoo, yippity skippity, and we're on with the show. quick sip of something to drink for me there because I don't have anyone to fill the the blanks in if they did what they might have done is they might have told you a joke this is a joke I've been pushing on people all week folks so here you go feel free to pass this one along to your friends I got this one from Big Squatch Kevin told me this one so credit where credit is due where do rainbows go when they're in trouble the answer is prisms they go to prisms it's okay though because it's just a light sentence all right. <laughs> I know you've got better things to do with your time than listen to my jokes. So let's go on with the show. Uh, I was in church on Sunday and pastor quoted uh, the Dutch um, uh, evangelist, um, missionary, uh, minister, Corey Tenboom, who was a uh, Holocaust survivor. And uh, she had brought up the question and he requoted it, and I'm going to re-requote it. I thought, wow, this is a great topic for a show. But she asked, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? And I was thinking about that, and it was one of those quotes that, that I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, that's that's very interesting. That's That's really interesting. That really makes me think about what I'm doing in my life. And I'll be honest with you, people. I've used I've used prayer for both, um, but quite frequently, it becomes that spare tire that you know I've had a problem on the side of the road and I need to keep going and and get to where I'm headed. So I just put something on. And the thing about a spare tire, you might notice this. You know, when when I was younger, spare tires were full size tires in the car, but they started going to these little tiny donuts that don't go real super far. Uh, but they're more cost-effective, they take up less room, and that's what you get for a spare tire in most cars now. And a lot of people don't really like those donuts because they say, oh, I want a a real tire. But in all honesty, you don't want to put that full-size 
spare on, you you use that, uh, you know, sparingly, uh, you use that and then you, you get a new tire and it goes back in the trunk most of the time. And a lot of times you'd get in there and that tire didn't even have air in it. So it was, it was not that big of a deal. We seemed like, you know, it was a great idea to have that full size spare, but we don't use the spare forever. It's just an extra to get us from here to there until we can fix the problem. And and that's the way sometimes I would treat my prayer life. That's the way sometimes, frankly, that I would treat my faith. My, my relationship with Christ would be just a spare tire. Oh, Jesus, I'm in trouble. Please help me again. And he would. And sometimes he'd say no, but you know, he'd get me through those times because, well, he's Jesus. That's kind of his MO, is to love me the most. Over 8 billion people on the planet, and I'm the one. So are you. So if that's the case, why am I using him as a spare tire? Why is he a patch? Why is he a Band-Aid on my life? Instead of the steering wheel, which points my direction, which guides the car. Not just keeps it rolling down the road a little bit, limping down the road even, but which which points the car in the direction that I want to do and helps me to avoid the mishaps, the problems, the potholes in life. Why do I do that? Why don't I trust? I think it boils down a lot of it to just pride. It's pride. I I don't want to I don't want to admit that I can't. I don't want to admit that I'm wrong or that I don't know or that I may have made a mistake. I don't want anyone else to know, but I definitely don't want me to know. So I keep it to myself. I just ask God for a little patch and then I I go back in my merry way because I want what I want. That's selfishness as well. That me muscle is one of my strongest muscles in my body at times. The I want muscle gets exercised so frequently. And I use it indiscriminately because sometimes my I want hurts other people. And the whole reason I wound up incarcerated was because I was using my I want instead of what was good for other people. And it wasn't fair and it wasn't kind and it wasn't right, but it was what I was doing. And when I did that, then I prayed that, oh, Jesus, please save me. Please get me out of this mess. Please take care of my problems. And he did, but he didn't do it the way I wanted. (laughs) I was looking for a parachute. I had jumped off a cliff. And then I realized, oh my gosh, gravity still works. And I was begging Jesus for a parachute to slow me down. And I didn't get that parachute. Because so many times... What I think I need and what I think I want isn't what I need. It isn't what I want. And that is demonstrated by the fact that I got myself into the problem by going after what I thought I needed or wanted. 
So how can I then get myself into a problem by chasing my needs and wants and then fix my problem by coming up with my own answer, which is just another list of needs and wants. It just doesn't make any sense, but I'll do it. I'll do it once, I'll do it twice, I'll do it over and over and over again because that's just my condition as a human. And I'm not going to I'm not going to lump you in with me and say that's just, you know, the human condition and we're all like this because we're not all like this necessarily. We all have our own things. But I'm definitely that way. And I think I'm going to leave it right there for right now because I think it kind of leads in with the, the song of the week that I've chosen for this week. And this was one that I, I think that I was given this one by my lovely wife, Beverly, but I'm not sure if it was you that sent it in to me and, and you're not Bev, uh, let me know uh, because I want to give you credit for it. But uh, this is a song called Good Lord. It's by David Leonard. And I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of it right now. I'll be back on the other side and we'll talk more about this idea of spare tires and steering wheels. But for right now, a little bit of David Leonard with Good Lord. Well, this is fun. <laughs> I went to go record the song and do the, the song of the week break. And I decided, you know, this song sounds familiar. I, I wonder if I've done it before. And I ran a quick check. And sure enough, back in November, did that song. So what I've done instead is I have chosen another song. And uh, this is a song that is by Benjamin William Hastings, and it's called Not Even Once. So I'm going to give it to you right now. I was going to record over the other one, so you'd never know, but this is the Mess It Up podcast, and I have tried not to overdub Not Even Once. So here you go. This is Benjamin William Hastings and Not Even Once. Just the fact that I'm still standing is a tribute to your grace. Cause the depths of my transgressions, you abandoned like the grave when you made a way. Though there was no way out, but did you not prevail? So I dance in that. Okay, there you go. The right song at the right time. 
Uh, no, we're not K-Love, but we uh, we like to play along just as well. Uh, so that was uh, Benjamin, William and Benjamin William Hastings and Not Even Once. And I do like how that fits in with the discussion we were having about prayer being a spare tire versus a steering wheel. And the, the repetitive part of this song is that not even once, that God hasn't let us down, not even once, that he is helping us and doing for us over and over and over again. And and why would we have any reason to doubt? Uh, it, it starts out, you know, each thing, it says, just the fact that I'm still standing is a tribute to your grace. And um, the chorus, I love in the chorus how it says, you know, when I found you faithful, the God who breaks no vow, you kept your words so many times that I lost count. It's just your nature. You won't go changing now. I can't recall a single time you won't let me down. No, not even once. And that has definitely been my experience. It's definitely been my experience that God does not let me down, not even once. He just, it's not in his nature. It's not in anything of of what I know my God to be is to let me down. And there have been times when I have felt in my own humanity like he has because he hasn't come through the way that I wanted him to. But God has always known better. He sees that that big picture. I'm I'm gonna confess right now and my wife is listening to this so I'm I'm saying this, you know, not to try to avoid any trouble or anything like that, but to probably gain a, a look from my wife. But I went shopping while I was home alone and she was away in Nashville and I bought some stuff that I shouldn't have bought, that I wouldn't have bought if she was there. And amongst those things was a cake from Walmart. It was on the the little cart where they take the the not quite day old, but the older items from the bakery area, and they put them out there for discounted price. And I bought a, a cake. I think it was called "Hold On to Your Hat" cake or something like that. It was, it was something, but it was, it was a cake, and I bought it. And then I proceeded to start to eat it. And I have not eaten the entire cake. I will say this. It's been three days that I've owned this cake and I still have some of this cake left. But the point is, is I thought I wanted that cake. I thought I needed that cake. But the real answer is, is I don't need that cake. And God knows that. And God would be like Bev saying, listen, Paul, do you really need that cake? I don't think you do. And, 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 would give me something better that I just hadn't thought of yet, or I just didn't want to, because it was, again, it was that I want. But God doesn't allow me to do that, not even once. And that's why I need to maintain God as my steering wheel. So we we looked at what those steering wheel and spare tire things might look like, but but how do we actually apply that and let God be our steering wheel. Well, I think uh, one way that I let prayer be my steering wheel is by actually doing it, by being purposeful about my prayer life. And that's where I am now, is I'm a much more purposeful prayer when I go into 
prayer. I have um, things that I pray for on a consistent basis. And by consistent, I mean every day in my, my daily prayer time that I go through the list of things that I pray for. And some things I'll pray for for quite some time. Sometimes I'll make a commitment to someone like, I'm going to pray for this for, for X amount of time and I'll do that. And what I find is when I have an appointment for prayer, I don't miss it. You know, if I make an appointment with you to have coffee, we're going to have coffee. I had tickets to go see a lacrosse game this last weekend, and I also had an invitation from a friend to have coffee, and I skipped the lacrosse game so I could have friend coffee with a friend. And they said, no, don't change your plans. I was like, you know what? I, I didn't need to be up late. I didn't need to drive to San Diego. Let's just have coffee instead. Because I had an appointment. I had a date. So I've got my appointment with prayer each day. So I make sure that I make it to that prayer. And I make sure I come prepared when I pray. That I know certain things that are going to be repetitive. And then I know certain things that are going to be added in. And I pray for a lot of different people, a lot of different things. I pray for this ministry. I pray for myself to be a, a worthy leader of this ministry. That I would be God's mouthpiece and not Paul's mouthpiece. And that I would be doing things that are not self-serving, but that are God-serving. I pray for salvation for people, my family. Pray for health. We've prayed for, I mean, go back and listen to last week's show. We prayed for faith, for health. And God comes through, people, because he knows what he's doing. And he knows how to do it. And I have no reason to question. I have no reason to doubt. I have no reason to wonder or worry. And I have no reason to direct his traffic for him because God knows what he's doing. If you don't believe me, check out a sunset sometime. Check out a puppy or a baby. Check out yourself. Look in the mirror. God made you and you are wonderful. He didn't make a mistake when he made you. He made you because he needed you. And he made sure that the rest of the world got to benefit because you are around. Because you're that important. And you're important enough to let that same God who's done all this stuff, to let him be the one who sets the course. I was watching a TV show last night, and it was um, a show that's one of these uh, sort of apocalyptic shows and it's got an older guy and a younger girl who are trying to make their way across the country to you know what's touted as yeah, not the promised land but but where hope resides in this apocalyptic world that they're living in and so it's sort of a father daughter pairing even though they're not biologically connected they they become that father daughter relationship and at one point the guy is like you know I don't want to do this anymore and he's going to leave 
And the girl says, how will I do this without you? I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how to get there. All I know is where I'm supposed to be, but, but I don't know where that actually is. You know, it's out west. But where? And what do I do? And that's where we are with God. We are that girl asking our father, hey, show me the way. Let me follow your lead. You guide, I follow. And the energy that I put out is to propel me forward, not to make the decisions on turn right or turn left, but just to go in the way that God has set out for me. My wife was really impressed. She went to church with our niece Beverly this last weekend. And uh, the next week, or they, they went on Saturday to Beverly's church. They went to um, her daughter, Keegan, who you've heard on the, the show in the past, uh, we did a show um, with Keegan uh, three years ago. Uh, but uh, anyhow, she went to, to Keegan's church and they were, uh, she was impressed because they had this um, lines on the floor that you could follow to determine where you were going. So it's like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to childcare. So you follow this line on the, on the ground and it, it would take you to that, uh, place. And so, um, that's the way it is with God. He's, he's painting the lines on our floor so that we can find out where it needs to be. Uh, by the way, April 7th of 2020, show 104, that was the show that uh, the Keegan and Beverly and Mark and Caleb were on. Um, so anyhow, I, I guess what I'm trying to tell us is that when God is in charge, we're not going to have a problem that's undoable. I mean, problems will still come up in our life. There's there's 8 billion people out there and we're going to bump into each other at some point because we've all got free will and not everybody is following God. But but with God as my guide, I'm going to have a much better chance at success than without him as my guide. And so I need to start using that prayer as a steering wheel. And it's not bad to have a spare tire. It's not bad. God does not say, don't ask for things and don't let me help you out. He doesn't say, please, Paul, whatever you do, don't ask me to save you from a mess. Because ultimately, that's what he's always doing is saving us from a mess. That's what, what Christ did was save me from the mess of hell, from the mess of sin. He saved me from that. He, he, he rescued me from that. He was my spare tire and more from that. But... The more important part of that car is that steering wheel. I can get down the road a long way without the spare tire. But without the steering wheel, that's some tough sledding right there, people. That's, that's some deep mud. That's some, some snow that you don't want to try to get across. So um, I guess that's where I'm going to leave it there. Thank you, Corey Tinboom. Thank you, Pastor Aaron, for refreshing my memory on that quote. Thank you. Benjamin William Hastings for filling in on our song of the week. I tried to make a big conflagration out of it, but I was not successful. Listen, if you want to help the show out, you can pray for us. You can share the show with your friends on your family uh, or group texts, whatever it is, on your WhatsApp group or, 
or whatever it is that you happen to use, let, let people know about the show. Especially let them know about last week's show with Faith. That was just, I was so thrilled by that show. You can also become a financial supporter of the show by texting the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. You can use the word conflagration in your sentences this week just to impress your friends and family. You can join us on our social media. You can send me an email at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can text me or call me at 760-608-1942. There's just so many things that you can do. But I want to thank you for being here. And I want to tell you, we'll see you next time. We mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time. We mess it up. Yeah.